0: up in
1: the motor, And we are back. Episode one hundred
2: and twenty nine point five of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Mike Spriggs. As you can tell, Dan is not here today, but I am joined by my half-brother, Klaus. Klaus, how are you?
0: Better than my real brother.
2: <laughs> that might not be true.
0: Actually, probably not. He's on vacation having a good time.
2: <laughs> yeah, his uh, beer and metal tour of Scandinavia. And we are also joined back once again with, by Natalia. Thanks for returning, Natalia. How are you?
1: i'm good i'm better than Giacomo needs solo
2: <laughs> so the purpose of this uh emergency podcast was because the giro has ended and it was pretty crazy It got a when little coconuts spoke- there at the end it's got a little what
0: it got a little coconuts
2: a little coconuts and bananas yeah in in a vita mixer um yeah. So let's talk about what happened after we last spoke, which was when we last spoke, Steven Kreiswick was in the lead and looked like uh was going to stay in the lead. And two days later, he crashes. And Nibali takes control of the race. Chavez takes the pink jersey for a minute. And we know what happened next. Nibali wins. So what did, what did you guys think about what happened over the weekend?
0: It makes me mad. It makes me Why? mad. The house. <laughs> Because why? Because Chavez didn't win. But here's what I see. The last time we talked, we were we were saying how, you know, uh, Valverde was saying, "Dude, dude, it's it's locked." I'm sure he said, "Dude," even in in Spanish, he says, "Dude." He's like, "It's all locked up." Whatever, Christwick is going to win. He's just super strong. So that's how we left things off. Of course, Christwick crashed. I still think. I mean, I definitely think Kreisberg would have won. Mm. I I was so excited for Esteban Chavez. I, I like him personally. I like his family. I'm very fond of him as a person. And imagine what it would be like to have the chance to win a Grand Tour and you have to defend the jersey for one day. One day. This is beyond a dream scenario. Like, you could not have it any better. But then, of course, Nibali had the tests, and then, you know, whatever. He, he was very strong or whatever. So I'm sad for Esteban Chavez. I hope he gets a chance like this. I worry, like with Gavidi and Milan Sanremo, that it's a it's a tough call. But if he keeps improving, maybe he'll have another chance. But, I you know, the story of Nibali having this great comeback hides the fact that Chryswick or however you pronounce it correctly, damn it. <laughs> had an insane Giro and he's an amazing rider, and everyone now forgets that because he went into a snowbank. That's kind of my take on it. I don't know.
2: He's now, yeah, he's now legendary for the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah, whereas like everyone's like, oh, I got Nibali won. I'm like, do you remember what was happening?
2: <laughs> I mean, we had, I think we had collectively, we had as a group had written but off I... Nibali. You guys are making fun of me for picking him. I so I was making would... fun of you. I picked
0: Nivali too.
2: Oh, I, did, okay, yeah.
0: Who was making fun I of you? Too, I did too, but I didn't. Think, at this point, <laughs> yeah. if you had asked me, like, for to bet whether I would have gladly taken all my chips off the table right, right. for him. No, no, second. no.
1: But but you have to remember that the chiropractor just got there when he was, you know, like, I
0: know that's, that's
1: the problem. It's like, was the chiropractor present when he was down? No, he was not. (laughs) And then the chiropractor showed up and it's like, okay, my money's safe. He's coming back.
0: Uh, Yeah. It was, uh, that's a good chiropractor. I know. Where can I find a chiropractor like that? I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, that's just kind of my take on it. I wish Chavez would have won. That would have been amazing. And again, dream scenario defend the jersey for one day yeah of course yeah. super tough day with a Niboli that's really good and he has almost no one to help
2: that yeah to me that was that was the the fly in the ointment there was that Niboli had he had more i he i always feel like astana has more guys than are legally allowed in a race because whenever you see what's going on there's guys everywhere and you know chavez is like he you know you know chavez is in trouble when rigoberto Urán is like i'll help you <laughs> <laughs> which I mean Rigoberto Urán is a great writer but like these he's not on the same team like yeah, yeah
0: I mean I find super endearing and I you know I mean he did what he could of course the right. Colombian press right. totally slammed Rigoberto Urán and said that he basically should have like taken Chavez with him
1: no 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 just, oh, it's just right. one guy it's just it's just one guy Klaus it's just one guy one guy in the Colombian Urán no no but then everyone is just like bullying him now yeah, so he's not deserves
0: it because it. he didn't
2: because he didn't wait because he didn't wait up for him.
1: No, but I mean, he's saying all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, even going back to the uh, Giro when Nairo won it that he was saying that he should have done what Naito did with Rigo, that was, you know, like, just take him in his wheel and protect him. And everyone was like, what? (laughs) Naito wasn't doing that, dude.
0: I think there's still...
1: It's like, he was just, like, conserving energy. Naito's style these days is like he doesn't waste energy when he's racing. So, he was just, just, you know, like, taking him in the wheel. But that is... I mean, I don't think that Naito was protecting Urán. So... The guy had the picture, that picture in his head, and that was the picture that he wanted to see with Urán and Chávez. You know, like Urán leading and Chávez just in his wheel, but yeah. clearly, clearly like delusional, thinking that there was some sort of help between Quintana and
0: Urán. I have to say like, this. Did you, did you watch it? it? <laughs> Urán and Rigoberto Urán, Ur, they're the same person. <laughs> Rigoberto yeah. Urán and Nairo Quintana are very good friends. They've been friendly for a super long time. But, and I say this with the kindest intentions. I think when Naito's on the bike, he's like an assassin. I mean, really, he's not, it's not mean spirited. He is a competitor to a fault. So, yeah, I think you can totally misread the race. It's a, it's a bummer. But, yeah, I think some people in Colombia still see uh, cycling as it was like in 1984, and everyone's riding for the same team.
2: Right. Right. But, I mean, looking at this top 10, there are three Colombians in it.
0: So it's... Wait, who's the third one?
2: That's impressive. Uh, Atapuma. Atapuma. Ninth place.
0: So Atapuma's contract is up this year, I think.
2: Ah. I thought he was great. I thought he was a great animator in the race. I thought he looked good. He was
1: awesome. He broke my heart. My heart broke into pieces when he <laughs> didn't won that stage. Well so Man, there you I go. could taste it.
0: I, I could taste, taste it. it. Huh? Should should Esteban Chavez had given him that stage because he's a fellow <laughs> Colombian? You know what I mean? Oh, to anyone that thinks that yeah. that's insane. Yeah. It was heartbreaking though. Heartbreaking.
1: Oh my gosh. I don't know how much time I need to recover from this Giro. I mean, there are too many emotions. And the last stage, it was funny because I didn't I didn't see it. Sunday, I was pretty much traveling the whole day, and then Monday I was visiting somebody that doesn't follow cycling, so these things are, were like non-existent. And then I came home, and then my husband is like, "Did you watch the last stage?" He's like, "No, but I guess nothing happened." It's like you need to sit down and watch that stage, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's like the last day," and he said, and he told me like, "You told me once, it's the Giro." It's like, "Oh boy," and I sat down I, and saw it. It's like, "Holy cow!" I you was know? <laughs> like. Wow, I was like, jeez.
2: <laughs> but what do you think so what do you think could have been a different like what's the what would have been the, the the ideal scenario for for Chavez to keep that jersey for one more day? Is it a team? Is it is it experience? Is it what well, the odds that he's up against, you know, what he's up against? Is it a cultural thing? What do you think it is?
0: I have an idea, which is that a team would have helped a lot cuz he would have been fresher. Okay. But again, in the, it's a old Mike Tyson, I think it's a Mike Tyson quote, which I've brought up several times here, which is everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Right. Right. right? And I think like you could have had a strategy and a team and a this and a that, and then Nibali attacks, and you either have it or you don't. I mean, it would have been great if someone could have been there with him to chase it down a little bit and help him. Right, right. Um, I also think, and probably Orica was – Knocking on hotel room doors that night before, seeing who would help them. But yeah. once you're up there, who the hell's going to help you?
2: Right. right.
0: You need a Scarponi.
2: You need a Scarponi, Scarponi who was like the unsung hero of Team Astana. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's the crazy right. thing. Like, <laughs> Nibali probably that night celebrated with his chiropractor. Genius <laughs> he is, right? And then Scarponi and Vinakurov. Make of yeah, that what yeah. you will. That's just kind of funny. <laughs> and apparently. Do we know what these tests do we know, do we know what, these what these tests, tests were? It's
2: the whole it's thing is, whole the whole thing is, thing is comical.
0: That, I don't know. Did you guys read what the tests were? I just heard like he's undergoing tests. Like there's gonna be tests. He has to be tested. Because he's now the worst cyclist and tomorrow he'll be he, the best. Yeah.
1: Oh, I yeah. think it may it's, be something mental that he thought I don't know, cyclists sometimes seem to me. I don't read too much under what they say, but sometimes something gets in their heads and then it's like he didn't feel that he was performing maybe because he was sick, so he was going to tests and depending on the results, he will decide if he stays or not. But then the chiropractor showed up and I think the tests were not necessary anymore. I don't know.
0: I guess I just thought like maybe there's some performance test to see how his breathing is to see like yeah he's like i'm sick i'm sick and the team was like dude we'll test you and we'll show you that you're fine or your breathing right. is fine or your lungs are fine or whatever so maybe it was something like that it, it is just funny though that there's so much stuff in this sport that you're like was something lost in translation or like was right. he gonna take an, the sats
2: when i first when i first heard about the test i thought it i thought it was a negative thing that the team was like that's what i thought too freaking yeah, and like, not just like this is, we're going to we're going to yeah. But it turns out that whatever whatever they did whether there was like a mental uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like a the mental benefit of just knowing nothing's wrong with you, like what you you like you think you have cancer and then you get a test and then you, you find out you don't have cancer and you're like, "Oh, actually I feel pretty good." Like Okay. Maybe that's what it was. Psychological.
1: Can I say something? I'm really happy at the early yeah. one because of the like he rode the last day. Do you see that?
2: The bike.
0: The
1: bike. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh. I'll say thank you.
0: Thank yeah, you. But like shiny. It reminded me of like BMX bikes from the '80s that I would like <laughs> fawn over, like the gold, like and red, like uh, what is that word? Um, when it's like aluminum that's shiny like that, whatever that is, metallic. anodized, metallic. anodized. Yeah, like metallic, <laughs> like anodized. That was pretty cool, and it's a yeah, specialized, yeah. but we'll forgive that. Hmm. Um, it's, that was pretty cool. I agree with you. Pretty awesome paint Why job. are
1: you against the Specialized? Can I ask?
0: Oh, Mike, help me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like, is this just like, I don't because know. Because Specialized
2: is like the big bad company of cycling, right? Like the, oh. the, the death star of bikes. I don't know. Really? something like that. Wow.
0: I just okay. don't I just don't want to say too much cuz then they might sue me like they have sued everyone <laughs> else yeah, for right. definitely They are a
2: spon- and they're a sponsor of this of today's podcast.
0: That's right. No, no, no. They make the best bi- I mean they don't. make Just the <laughs> I keep changing my mind. <laughs>
2: Klaus name. is now morally confused.
0: I think um, I am. Okay.
2: Yeah, okay. I have yeah. Only the anodized bikes are sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, this bike is brought to you
0: by anodized bikes. <laughs> that was I have to say that's more memorable than um probably any other like race leader bike that i've seen yeah that was pretty cool you know what i saw uh i was in brussels like a a couple of years ago and i got a tour of the Merck's like factory and facility and they had who was it for the one year that quick step was on Merck's bikes i forget who it was was it Sylvia Chavanel? Was he with Quickstep? Someone had the green jersey and the yellow jersey, and they oh, had a Mercs nice. frame that was green on one side, yellow on the other. Perfect. Ooh. That was kind of cool. And Merckx bikes, at the time, I don't know if they still do, had the signature on the top tube, like you know, like an old builder would give it. Yeah, and they yeah. couldn't find the stencil for it. And Eddie Merckx was at the factory when they were <laughs> painting. And he's like, just fucking give me a paint marker. Come on. And he just signed it. And that bike was pretty cool. But it wasn't, you know, it was more the idea and the story rather than a paint job that's actually like
2: pretty yeah, interesting. That bike is not that worth $12 million. Worth
0: million. No, no. <laughs> is that what that one is is worth? <laughs> no,
2: no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about let's talk about the last stage. Natalia, you hinted at the at the last stage, which was supposed to just be uh, a procession and turned into a little bit of a a little bit more drama.
1: Yeah, it was like because I started watching it and then you know, like everyone is just like Nivali clearly was celebrating. You know, right. Everyone was taking it like easier, and then all of a sudden they cut to an image that has Chavez down, Urán down, right. and it's like. What happened here? And the funniest part is what comes after that. Because the commentators, I was watching, not using your sport. And the commentators didn't have a clue if the time difference was going to count. Right. Or if we were in the neutral zone or not. Or, you know, like, what are the consequences for this? And the funniest thing that it, like, I saw from that image was like Chavez was really worried about Iran. Like, somebody ran to help him, and he was like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. It's like, this guy seems hurt, you know, like, help him. <laughs> Eventually, he goes off, but, you know, like, that initial reaction to me was, like, priceless. I mean, I, I liked Chavez before, but after seeing that, I was like, okay, Chavez, you really went up in my ranks just because of that gesture. Yeah, he
0: wins the sportsmanship award.
2: Yes. What is the prize yeah. for that?
0: Uh admiration
1: admiration admiration, admiration.
0: admiration. and at at the next Giro Uran is contractually obligated to help him. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) What were you thinking at that point? I mean, did you know if the difference was going to count? Did you know if the thing was neutralized at that point? You know, like that the CG wasn't going to have any change any changes, or were you in the black when you were
0: watching it live?
2: Klaus, did you uh, watch it? Li- I didn't watch I didn't it live. Watch. I had to watch I it I did
0: live. not watch it live. So I was, cl- nice. I was just, I watched actually highlights, I'm afraid to say. So I, yeah, I was traveling during that one. And honestly, again, this just goes to show you how much of a loon I am. I couldn't, I didn't even re- want to watch that stage. Like, <laughs> I was so, like, mentally spent that i couldn't do it but mm. by the way didn't chavez when he got the pink jersey someone said that he almost took his eye out with a cork <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> like what's... i don't know that that i missed yeah i guess he he almost put his eye out like whoever it was that did it uh, earlier this season also did you guys see that chavez's parents gave Niboli a big hug i and saw all- that that was the highlight I was that actually Man, hoping that, that Eurosport
2: wasn't going to stay on the Chavez family for too long as he was being decimated in the standings.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was brutal.
2: It was because his mother was crying. And I was like, oh, are they going to keep, is it going to be a Chavez family cam that's just going to like watch these people deteriorate?
0: Here's a question. Okay. Do you guys okay. think Nibali really knew that those were Chavez's parents? I don't know. I don't know. How would he have known? I think somebody told
1: him he had somebody from Astana next to him before he gave him the hug. And I Here's think they—they they the were thing. introduced. I think, something I don't know if you can are going to understand. I think that,
2: that they—I think <laughs> they came over to him. I don't know if he went over to them.
1: Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, they yeah. were waiting for him. I think it wasn't—it wasn't like when the guy crossed
0: the finish line. I think that they were yeah. asked. So to,
2: they like, should get the sportsmanship award. So. For the Jiro.
0: <laughs> I think so. They flew all the way from Colombia to give him a hug. Yeah. Isn't that worth something?
2: <laughs> and then did you guys see did you guys see Sonny Cabrelli crash into the into the photographer? That was oh brutal. my gosh. What?
1: Oh. It didn't get a lot of my- mention.
2: I was surprised because oh, there was so much oh. other stuff going on in the stage. But you know, someone with a phone or whatever just turned and stuck their phone and just took him out.
1: Was it was it really a case, Mike? Because I watched that. Like, yeah, no, I time. watched it too. You can see it. You <laughs> okay, can see I it happen. It. You can Tried see the guy. To, yeah. Try to understand because at the beginning I thought it was like, okay, was the shoe? You know, like the person had yeah. the food way in the in the street, but no, it turns out that the guy goes down even before that. So I didn't see. I I saw that he got yeah, like no. entangled with something, but I didn't see. If like it was the, like uh, a much like was, the okay. Zapruder
2: film, there's a second cameraman. There's a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> because i did the same thing too i was like oh no he he (laughs) fell before that guy and i was like oh there's another guy who kind of like leaps out of the way and doesn't do it fast enough
0: oh is there like a magic phone like back into the left back into the left grassy knoll
1: no but that that corelli that corelli accident is the weirdest thing ever because it happens when the guy is going
0: and
2: i think so (laughs) what was remarkable that nobody else crashed it was just him so i mean it's unfortunate yeah. that he crashed but i think the reason why yeah. it didn't get more play is because it didn't take out you know half the field and then the contested <laughs> like, finish was wow. just the icing on the cake with uh nitsolo crowding out Modolo.
1: oh man that was so so unexpected it was like funny because when the guy did you see yeah. him celebrating after he crossed the finish time <laughs> was like these eternal fist pumps. Yes. And, oh, yeah. And everyone was, like, hugging me, hugging him and crying. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, the not, career not achievement for, for the guy.
0: a few <laughs> minutes.
1: Yeah, I know. But it was funny because they went to the podiums and stuff, and then towards the end, the commentator said, eh, we just got word that Nisolo has been disqualified. And, poop that ended up the transmission of the stage you know like what i had recorded on the stage and i was like what (laughs) so i had to go online and look what happened
0: oh my god i can't imagine how you would feel after that especially if people like what if you see the clip of yourself celebrating
1: and giving interviews and saying how awesome it is to win it it was just brutal this is a
0: feeling i could never imagine well you will never imagine because you didn't
2: so on balance I have to say this is probably one of the better Giro's in recent memory if not modern cycling. Yes. Well that's a bit much. But think back, think back 3 yeah. weeks ago with yeah. Tom Dumoulin winning in the Netherlands and think back to everything that's happened since then. It's like five different races. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: it's yeah. Crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, when yeah. you know a Giro's good when or a Grand Tour when it's not right. locked up. So easily, right. there's unexpected, I mean, I think Chryswick, however you want to pronounce it, the fact that he was so strong, Esteban Chavez, who lots of cycling fans don't even right. know who the hell he is, who, by the way, I also think his contract is up really? this year, so, yeah, so I think he will be getting himself <laughs> something nice. By the way, did you guys see that if he would have won the Giro, he would have really? gotten a car? From who? from Mr. Oh. Orica.
2: Oh, what, what kind a of car pink was it? be? pink car.
0: <laughs> yeah, when Cadell Evans won Cadell Evans won the Giro, he gave him a yellow Cadillac and Cadell Evans was racing for BMC. yellow Cadillac. Yeah, so I think the fact that he was racing for his team hmm. would have meant like a what? pink Escalade. Yeah, it was like just say Mary K Mary K. cosmetics. What would
2: you do if someone gave you a yellow Cadillac? You try and sell it? Sell it on eBay? Sell it, <laughs> sell it? so fast. It on-
0: I mean, and then <laughs> seriously, what would you do with a pink like sports car in Colombia?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Pink your ride. <laughs> that's what you go. Yeah, that's, that's, you put neon underneath. You like go all no, in.
0: Oh, no, <laughs> you can't. I mean, that car is ridiculous anywhere. To keep that car in Colombia would be insane. Or a
2: Cadillac. Anything, anything pink. Anything pink. What about a pink yeah, I mean, anodized no, specialist? No, you
0: can't.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that that bike is pretty cool. I don't think I would ride it in public, but it looks good. You know, I,
0: <laughs> I always said that most of the bikes that pro teams ride don't uh, interest me personally as something I would buy. I don't mean to be like, they're lame. I know that they're awesome and great and all that. But one of the ones that for some reason got my attention is like the gaudiest ever. It was the Fuji bikes that Geox rode because it had anodized silver logos and like stems and stuff. It was, if you're going to go, you know, gaudy, go like cuckoo just all the way.
1: No, you have to go, yeah, you have to go all in, completely insane. That's why, that's why, Klaus, if you get a pink car, you have to completely like... Really pink it up. Go insane and just put all sorts of crazy stuff on it. Otherwise, it's just, you know, like, yeah, oh, man, that's well, sad. Well,
0: but Orica Greenage is going to have to get him some climbers if they're going to keep him.
1: You know, that is another thing that I noticed about Chavez because, I mean, let's be honest, he was pretty much fighting this thing by himself. You know, like, yeah, sure, he got a little bit of help, but he always, always gave thanks to his team, at the end of every stage I mean I don't know if I missed an interview when he he didn't do that but whenever he was being interviewed he was like I just have to thank my team and my team is awesome and Orica Greenwich rocks and all these things and it's was like you're nice
0: <laughs> you're that's nice, what my dude. brother said he's like who is helping you no one is helping you with anything why are you helping why are you thanking them
1: but it's nice. I mean, it's nice. It's nice. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, what would you say? What would you say? Like, if you're being interviewed, what would Dan say is like, and my team stinks, but in spite of them, I'm winning? Come on. It's like, <laughs> you
0: can't no, say. I no, mean, <laughs> but maybe you don't have to thank the team every single time. Like, it would. you could even say the team has been great. It would be awesome to have more help. But then, like, how? what is that going to help? Nothing. Yeah, like, They're exactly. going to go, aha, now we know he needs some help. If it hadn't been for that, we wouldn't have My nothing.
1: My theory, though, I'm thinking back in the day when he was in the dark side after his injury. You know, like, and pretty much everyone thought that his career was over. And then Origa, Origa picked him up and pretty much, you know, like, build him from where he was after the injury. So I think that part of that, Like, gratefulness Hmm. is coming from that. You know, like, I, he loves the team because, guess what? The team put a Lazarus with him. So, it's, yeah.
0: I think so. so. And, you know, when I interviewed him, he wasn't willing to come out and say that Team Colombia had more or less given up on him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when he was offered a contract by Orica, they were like, well, we could keep you. But I think he knew that the help he got from Ork and the fact that they were able to take him on and wanted him yeah, was yeah. kind of a lifeline. Is sort of the sense that I got. Yeah. And let's be honest, it was a huge step up. Like, that's obvious. Oh,
1: but, like, but like, oof. oof. Yeah. yeah, and
0: apparently he's now beloved in Australia, so.
1: He's a like old guy. He's a like old guy.
0: Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think the amount and the he smiles and yeah. the size of his smile is enough to like, yeah. Those braces paid off, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: he got his braces off right around the same time I did. More good things wow, to come we for wow. him. I'm we sure. were brothers in braces.
1: I still want to see Atapuma win on stage. You know, like I need Atapuma and Pantano to win something. Those two is just too much. You know, like I can't take it anymore. I'm going to bribe the whole peloton when I win the lotons. Like you are going to let these two win.
2: <laughs> Did you guys notice that in that stage where Atabuma was with, with Dombrowski and a couple other guys, there was just so much yelling and back and forth going on? I was wondering what yeah. the hell yeah. those guys were talking yeah. about. Going yeah. On. yeah, 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 what? yeah. I mean, they're all getting different, you know, they're all getting different messages in their earpiece, first of all. So you don't know what they're being told. But then the other thing is they're trying to, someone is trying to like set the pace. And it looked like it was Dombrowski because he kept yelling at everybody. Um But that always fascinates me. It
1: was like in, I think, Dombrowski and Atapuma when they were trying to shake off uh, off Mm -hmm. Visconti, that Visconti was just, you know, like in their wheels. And they they were, okay, so come on, help. And Visconti is like, no, I'm I'm waiting waiting for Valverde. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I went for Valverde, but I'm just going to go ahead and attack here. It's like, oh, don't trust Visconti. He's just BS. He's not waiting for anybody. (laughs) He's he's raising his team Visconti. Period. You know, like
0: <laughs> the thing is, I think Atapuma showed himself enough that his value went up. Like he had a really good giro. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I worry with I am yeah. cycling ending whether Pantano will get a contract in Europe.
1: Oh, don't break my heart! Don't break my heart, Klaus. Pantano is going to be World Tour. I mean, that's one of my. You know, like I have a special place for some Colombians in my heart. And Pantano
0: is one of them. But here's the question Is he more valuable than Duarte was at the end of last season?
1: I can't answer that question because I, I cannot give an <laughs> objective yeah, answer. I will say yes, but that is pretty much because I like Pantano better than Duarte. I don't know if I will say that he has more potential than Duarte on oh, no, a bike because with Duarte I had uh, high expectation as with Betancuran. See me now.
0: <laughs> but so I just wonder about that. And then, you know, there's people like Andre Amador, who whenever his contract is up, if it's anytime soon, like people are going to be all over him because they see that there's value there. So that was an interesting jiro mm-hmm. in the sense that a lot of riders, I mean, Christwick, Christ yeah. Almighty, at, he's at the top of the list. But there's a few people that definitely showed what they're able to do.
1: In that light I want to ask you guys, I want to ask you guys the, the following question what do you think about Bob Jungles? is he turning into like this ball when everyone says that the guy can be like a grand tour contestant is is it like you see that or is just the hype of the moment
2: I see it I see a little bit I do I see it I think he's got he he has a poise I think he's just control he can stay under control he stayed aggressive when he needed to I think he's He's lacking some experience, but I there's certain times where you're like, "Who's that? Oh yeah, white jersey, Bob Jungles, nice." So I just think he's, I think he's on the right track to being to being really good.
0: Um, uh, by the way, Dombrowski finally yeah. uh, was yeah. able to. I'm sure he was super excited to be able to show that he can hang in there in a world tour, you know whatever happened at sky just didn't go well for him so that's another rider that I'm like who knows where things are going but things are looking really really good for him
1: yeah i read an interview that they did with him and ian boswell i think it was bellonius i don't know when they were asking him about the days at sky and he had, he said that the way that team work is just doesn't mm-hmm. chime with him like boswell was saying that you know like this excessive um, like vigilance we can say like they have everything is being set, and you have your routine and this is prescribed and you have very little room to like do your own stuff you always you're like yeah it's like kind of like the, a little regime that that works for him but that didn't work for Dombrowski so by that was the, interesting. my
0: favorite rule about Team Sky, which I know only lasted like a year, but I think it's just a sign of like, wow, what, what are they thinking or what were they thinking, was that everyone, when gathered, when more than two people were gathered, they had to speak in English. Uh-huh. Like even put down as a rule and then they bring Rigober Turan and they're like, <laughs> so speak in English. And he's like, huh? <laughs> what? I, I have it's never like spoken this a word of English in my life.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> that,
0: right. You must speak English. Yeah, and so and this is what you get. <laughs> yeah. When you do that. So I don't know, um, for the for uh I I interviewed a guy that was a mechanic for Lotto Bellisol, and he had been a mechanic for Sky, I think, for like two years. And he had a really funny insider's view and he was told when you get to a hotel, if there's only two like water outlets like faucets whatever to hook up your hoses to unhook anyone else's (laughs) any other teams like the sky bikes are getting washed first we are a priority do not wait a turn undo their hose and hook yours up yeah, and I had the interview, I have it up on the site. And he was like, But I can't do that because <laughs> I'm going to see those guys the day after and after and after and after and after. And <laughs> yeah. we're just going to create a horrible relationship. Like, that's just not how it works. And wow. they were like, It doesn't matter. Wow. You, this team is the top priority. And that's what you're going to have to do. No one else Yikes. can go in front of us. So I think, he I he wonder is- if there's some things about that that. I mean, I'm sure it's changed since then. I know Fran Miller said, you know, <laughs> they learned a lot of lessons. Certainly, with trying to make everyone speak English, which is not realistic at all, especially when someone like Eduardo speaks, you know, Italian. Like, so if he's with a fellow, even like Italian or a Spanish speaker, he has to. It's so to
2: weird because you wouldn't expect a country like England to expect yeah, everyone it's... to speak their language or follow their rules or do any of that kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: No, no. (laughs) There's actually pictures of it, uh, of the sign in the Team Sky Bus (laughs) that had those rules, including that one that has been around online, yeah.
1: What is going to happen to that team now that Sky is pulling out of the Olympic Spring? Wait, they are? Any ideas? I didn't. I, I think I say I read something that Sky was pulling. I don't know if the sponsorship of the British probably cycling British team cycling or, or, or if he's of his pulling completely off. You know, like no, I think if it's after Rio, it's cycling. probably
0: like British cycling, but not okay. the t- okay. Okay, but I don't know. Well, That's That's who bad. knows if there's going to be much cycling in Rio because the velodrome isn't finished yet.
1: I know. <laughs> and the guy, and, sorry, and the constructor in charge, the builder, sorry, filed bankruptcy, filed for bankruptcy. Just so. uh, send, just send <laughs> Donald Trump down that. there. will get it.
2: Sorry. Yeah, so.
0: Oh, it's going to be a classy velodrome, the best velodrome. You're going to love Tremendous. it. Tremendous. Tremendous. Brazilians great. are going to pay. Tremendous for it. velodrome. <laughs> That's-
1: yes. Make, 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 tra- make track, track- cycling. Great idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Jesus. So, yeah, there's they might not. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I'm guessing there's a track, but maybe the stands aren't finished, or there's just like a dirt parking lot. No. At least in the pictures that I saw. <laughs> maybe Rupert Murdoch and Sky should know. fix it.
2: All right, that's a wrap for the 99th Giro d'Italia. Congratulations <laughs> to Vincenzo Nibali, Bob Jungels, uh, Michele Nieve, and who else won? Who else won? Uh, Team Astana. <laughs> and uh stevan Chavez's parents sports parents of the year
0: (laughs) the materials engineer that figured (laughs) how to anodize a non-metallic surface yeah
2: also our sponsor
0: (laughs) however the hell that was done
2: uh thanks everyone for listening into this abbreviated and uh an an ad hoc episode of speed metal cycling dan will be back from the nether or from scandinavia uh next week I don't know what condition he will be in to to do a podcast, but hopefully we'll yeah, have he it. He
0: might so be we'll inebriated it. still. Yeah, he might. But Mike, <laughs> okay. I think you yeah, did a great job as a host. I congratulate okay. you and yeah. I commend you.
2: Oh, thanks. Thank yeah. you. And uh, do you guys have anything else yeah. to add about the race? No. Nope. All right. That's it. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. ain't pulling
0: up that Can't pull a bitch on Instagram,
2: I ain't hit Uh. and this shit tell a lot.